from Disart, it's Dystopia. Hi, this is Jill Vin. And this is Chris Smith, and you're listening to the Dystopia Podcast, the podcast that fuses art and disability. And we are, uh, this is our second iteration of our Art Prize uh, podcast, and we are excited to be back. As you know, we're working with Art Prize, and it's been six days of Art Prize gone. and Six hot days. Very hot days, and I have to tell you, uh, it's hard to admit sometimes in Grand Rapids that I haven't been there yet. I know, I know. Yeah, it, it is hard, and especially people who are making podcasts about Art, Art Prize. Prize. Yes. I think that's very funny. But it actually got us thinking uh, about a really interesting topic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what if you can't get downtown? I mean, our schedules are keeping us right now from being downtown but there's other stuff you know or what if you don't want to go downtown yeah yeah what if the crowds are too much uh you're trying to find a time when you can go you want to go with your family or your friends and other things happen and and which is the case with us it's not for lack of interest it's yeah it's busy and if emotionally and physically sometimes it's tough yeah so we started thinking a little seriously about this question of how to get people who either can't or don't um come to an event um because of a variety of reasons maybe it's a disability reason maybe it's an economic reason um and we really started thinking about this during our symposium uh Mm -hmm. in april and uh yeah we did some interesting things there we we invested in uh live streaming which was a really um really great i mean we had a lot of folks tune in Mm -hmm. you know who couldn't be there but then we we did some more stuff right right sherry rennick with perspective 3d actually Mm -hmm. contacted us i think that's how it started and to let us know about the capabilities of this 3d imaging that she's been doing particularly you might be familiar with it in real estate it's a great way to look at a a house right and take a little tour around the house so we started thinking with her about hey what if we could do that for an exhibition what if we could do that for art and so here we are she's been doing some work with art prize and we've been checking out her work and Mm. and want to make sure that all of you know about it too yeah and it is a really interesting experience it's uh it can be fun. I mean, we were just searching um, on the Art Prize uh, website some of the 3D stuff that she's done. Uh, one of them that was really cool was uh, uh, The Language is Asleep, which is a piece by uh, Chris Vidiello in the Grand Rapids Art Museum. And you're able to sort of navigate that. It's a rather large space. Um, and um, although there are points when you can't read everything perfectly on the wall, it's a series of, of writings. Um, there are moments where, yeah, you can actually read it and mm-hmm. sort of feel like you're there. Mm-hmm. And then you like the Land Chimes one. Well, I like the Land Chimes because it's the first time I by Joshua Lancey and Jamie Topper. And if I look at the image, it looks like it's at the... Yeah, it's right outside. Ford Museum? Yeah, Ford Museum at the Anabawan Park. Yep, Anabawan. That's what I said. What is, how do you say? Anabawan. Sure. (laughs) What Jill said, park. (laughs) It's at that park that we all know about. But um, anyways, what I liked about this one is that the first time that I had used her 3D, explore her 3D space, and I realized there's a little dot that if you click it, you can get audio and video. Very cool. They've added this. So not only do I get to see the land chimes, 
Um, but I get to hear them and see people moving around and interacting with the yeah. exhibition. Yeah, it's, it's a really, again, it's a real interesting um, avenue. You know, uh, we, we talked to Sherry, you talked to Sherry, mm-hmm. and uh, let's, let's listen to that conversation real quick and, and uh, see what she has to say about the work that she's doing for Art Prize. I um, approached Art Prize last year because uh, I thought um, virtual tours would be um, a rich experience for um, some of the very reasons you um, named. Maybe people hear about venues, they hear about certain pieces, but they kind of want to get an idea of what they're in for and maybe even helping them weed out, you know, what they're interested in and what they want to go see in person. And so I I spoke with the um, Art Prize staff last year, and um, they loved the idea. And um, last year was kind of a learning experience, and I also wanted to be able to stretch the capabilities um, of the camera um, that I use and to get more familiar with what I could do in various spaces. And so I did, you know, interior work and exterior work, you know, in and out of a lot of different venues and public spaces and, yeah, able to capture about 30 different projects for the Art Prize organization. Not only there, like administrative space, um, hubs, hospitality spaces, um, but then, of course, their pieces that they specifically wanted me to do, and those were the Pitch Night okay. winners and then the Featured Public Art pieces that were outside and so I was able to provide about 31 um, experiences that Art Prize put on their blog Um, and so people could engage in a 3D virtual tour of that particular um, piece and I was fortunate enough to be able to get hired by the artist that won the public vote Mm. um, last year. So he actually hired me prior to coming into Grand Rapids. Um, that was the Wounded Warrior Dogs project. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so I was able to meet with the artist beforehand and then capture the space in 3D and be able to, you know, share it out on social media and was uh, kind of along the ride, um, you know, his his art prize journey I was able to experience. Wow, that's that's really yeah. awesome. So how many do you have for this year? For this year, um, I have a total right now of, at the end of the day, there'll probably be about 10. And okay. those are specific to the Pitch Night winners and the Featured Public Art Projects. Yeah, so then the, that I'm seeing all that you have just by going to yep. the blog. Um, and is there There's, another place besides the blog that people can find it? Um, not through the Art Prize um, website. There's a tab on the Art Prize website under, um, I believe it's experiences, and okay. that's the page that they'll be updating. Okay. As far as you know, and I haven't shared anything on social media. Uh, the artists will have access to their virtual tours that I create, and some of them may be putting them on their website. 
That's perfect. I just want to make sure that we're sharing the right information mm-hmm. about how to catch them and then how to see, you know, the ones as you add them, making sure mm-hmm. that we keep going back and checking them out because they are really cool. I mean, I was looking at the ones that you had here, and I hadn't seen um, how you have, you've added the video and the audio on some of these. And the the sand one? Oh, the uh, red... Yes, and you could even see the process of it being created. I thought that was really yeah. cool. Right, yeah. So what what are you trying this year? I mean, you said that you're really focused in expanding, you know, and putting the camera to the test. So is there anything mm-hmm. new this year that you've discovered in this process that will help you moving forward? Well, I've learned that um, the camera doesn't like certain aspects of exterior spaces, so I've kind of had to adapt um, to that because the camera gathers 3D data. It likes Mm -hmm. structure. It likes walls. And so when you're outside, of course, you can't always get that. So it can be very challenging um, for exterior spaces. So I work with, you know, position of the camera and then capturing objects that are close together and and Mm -hmm. being able to build that model um yeah it definitely helps if i'm close to you know trees and sidewalk structures and Mm -hmm. even cars that are parked um around around town but it's very challenging to do the exterior spaces so then Mm -hmm. it makes it a little bit more rewarding when i go inside to capture space and everything aligns so beautifully (laughs) Yeah, that's nice. Um, so, I mean, that was yeah. our experience with you for our the exhibition and the space that you did during the symposium is that they're just so beautiful, and we still share. You know, did yeah. you get to see the spaces and, and everything? Because it just really gives people a chance to, to, you know, just one more dimension of experience, I think, mm-hmm. that yeah. we wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah, and I will say, because I met you and Chris last year when I was capturing Mm-hmm. Um, projects for Art Prize, um, and I was able to meet you, and that kind of gave me another focus of what I do when I create these 3D virtual tours. That I am able to provide another level of accessibility mm. to to people that either can't get to a space, or maybe they want to see it beforehand so that they know what they're in for you know, before they arrive. Right. And I think, um, I think too, this is new technology, and a lot of times people don't know what exactly to do with it. Um, and so it would be nice, even with, you know, the ones I'm capturing for Art Prize, I would hope that they would be shared a lot so that they, they could get out there and people could right. utilize them. Um and so I've had several individuals contact me saying, hey, you know, you've been out there capturing art. Where are some places that, like, we've got to go see? Um, yeah. And so I can pass along, you know, the captures to, to give them a little teaser as to what yeah. to expect. Well, it's all very exciting, and we appreciate being part of this process with you. Um and seeing how you're doing work in other areas, particularly with the arts and cultural, you know, mm-hmm. community. And it's just, it's really exciting um, the different ways that you've been able to, to grow and develop and imagine 
how to create an even more accessible experience for people. Mm, thank you. I'm I'm enjoying it. I love it. So we appreciate the work you're doing, and we appreciate Art Prize. So yeah, and by the end of um, by the end of the competition, I will have captured all of the finalists in all of the categories. So oh. um, all of those ones that are you know being um, voted on, and then yeah. um, they'll be accessible. That's really. I was going to say then people can even vote because they've they've seen it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep, and if they stick on their virtual reality goggles, they can actually be immersed within oh, that really? space or oh. around that piece. Yeah. So oh, we um, done that. if people That's... want to take it to another level, um, they can snap the virtual tour into their, their goggles and to their phone and, um, yeah, be there. Wow, that's really exciting. So much fun. So yeah. thank you for all that. Be, um, paying attention to all these finals. I think that even if you go to see it in person or experience it in person, to come back and, and share it and show it to other people or to relook at it is yeah. exciting. So, yeah. Cool. Well, thanks so much for your time. We will Thank be you. catching it up with you uh, as our prize comes to a close and as we think about the next big thing um, that we have on yeah. in the works for DisArt. So, that's yeah, exciting. Yeah, so I look forward to talking to you more about that. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Sherry. Well, thanks for talking to Sherry. She's really cool. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I, I I could talk to her all day. It was yeah. kind of hard to, to stop because what she's doing is so exciting and the, yeah. the potential of what she's doing is even more exciting. Well, and just as as we all learn a little bit more about 3D technology and, you know, augmented reality, you know, it's it's going to get really cool yeah. really and quick. One yeah. thing that you may and I wasn't aware of is she said they're all she has the VR, the virtual tours. Yeah. So you can if you have the virtual goggles or yeah, however that works, on, you can yeah. pop it on and you can really feel like you're there. Yeah. I I I have to get used to that. Yeah, that, that stuff. Uh, I think you remember last time I put one on, I totally freaked out because the the person looking through the goggles was a person walking. Yeah, and so I was like, so "Oh, little, Jill, I'm standing." It they're was a really, little taller yeah, than what little, you're used yeah, to. <laughs> a little freaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, one little quick thing. I think, yeah, I you have to register to vote. Yes. Right. So you have to be in person to vote. Okay. So yeah. so when we were talking, we said, "Oh, it'd be it's great because now you have these virtual tours that you can, you know, experience and take a look at, and you could vote." But mm-hmm. it sounds like you have to go physically to register to vote. Right. But you can still vote when you're in your own home. Sure. Right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. But they're they're figuring out right now whether or not that's going to be the same from year to year. Okay. Yeah. So um, actually, I, I, had a, I had a good chat. Uh, with Amelia Pegman, um, the managing director of Art Prize, about this very topic. Not not about voting, but about what they're doing for folks who can't get down there or choose not to go down there. And, uh, you know, we posed to her, is, is, is Art Prize a valuable experience if you don't come down, mm. you know, town? So let, let's take a listen to what uh, uh, Amelia had to say. Hey, Amelia, thanks for joining us at Dystopia. This is great. Thanks. I know you're pretty busy right now, so 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> it can be. Hi, no, I'm really happy to be talking with you. This is um, this is a welcome break in all the action. Wonderful. Well, you know, we're 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 talking about what what's the value of Art Prize if you can't get down to Grand Rapids. Um, and I thought we'd just start right there. Um, as you know, we're thinking about people who may not be able to get down or or wish not to be in such big crowds. And um, yeah. So so how how are you guys thinking about that? So I feel like um, this is one. This is one of the years where we're really kind of diving into that question a little bit more. Um, you know, by the nature of our prize being what we are and who we are and how we do what we do, um, it is a participatory event in a lot of ways and an experiential one in a lot of ways and in ways that sort of you know we have built into the fabric of who we who we are. Um, and by sort of uh, by the nature, the, the sort of the bones of the event um, do require uh, to vote. You need to come and you need to bear witness to it. You need to be present at least um, at some point to say like I was here, that I was here right. at this moment in time. Right. And as as we sort of look at that that question and thinking about our guiding principles of being radically open um, and intentionally inclusive. We're, we're recognizing that, you know, the rules to this game do exclude. And how do we, how do we answer that question? And it's complicated. You know, there is sort of by nature, I think, certain things that are, you know, like baked into what they are, are experiential. I've been thinking about this a lot, like, you know, hiking a mountain or scuba diving or something. And there's, a, there's there are a lot of people that can't have those experiences, but can still appreciate them. So this idea of like participating versus appreciating and then sort of how do you get as close to the participation if if there is a physical barrier there between like appreciation and participation. And I think there are, there are ways. Um, certainly artists can contribute or you can be an artist in our prize and not come to our prize, which is an interesting sort of loophole. Which I'm I'm so curious about exploring more or making sure people understand. When it comes to being a visitor, we are doing so much more, um, and I think hopefully you've noticed this with just storytelling um, through our blog and through our website, through our social media channels. Which really is, I think, like where the you know what what I want to point out to you in this in this interview is. Um, our, our team is, you know, really have been focusing in the last year and like how do we, um, how do we do a better job? <clears throat> pardon me, at yeah. telling these stories. And so we have a daily blog um, that's sent out. It's called the Art Prize Daily, and they're actually doing a lot more with both video and um, photography. And our team is just like, even to me, capturing. Um, what is really special about our prize in images and and in video that I think is really compelling and does tell the story and it and it does bring you a sense of what the experience is like. Um, and I and I love seeing it. Um, I love seeing it. Um, yeah, it. It also seems like technology is really helping you guys too. You know, yeah. in terms of uh, some of the three D capturing. You know, we, we're talking to Sherry Rennick. And uh, on this podcast, we're and, and, and sort of talking to her about her work with you guys, and, um, and and people can watch stuff on television, right? The, yeah. the major, 
Goodness major events. Yeah. Heavens, yeah. In, in again in this daily the Art Prize Daily, which is you know Price dot org slash blog, um, look for the Art Prize Daily, you can sign up for it. At the bottom it has links to all of the uh, Art Prize in the news. So yeah. you can link on to all of the stories that are being told, the interviews that people are having, like talking to teachers and talking to um students and talking to artists and it's you know, it really is those those that that part of it is there. And like you said, we're so, we are really curious about, you know, how like the 3D capturing stuff can create immersive, um, you know, feelings for people and more participatory ones as well. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. it's so cool. And I'm, I'm excited about what, how technology can make our cries even more accessible. And, you know, the, the questions that it will, that, you know, the, the availability of that will, will make us answer. And we, and we want to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We really do want, um, we do really want anyone, you know, to be able to experience this really cool, really cool thing that happens. Yeah, well, the magic I, of our prize, right? Yeah, and I think you guys are on on the on, on the right track. I mean, I think. Uh, thanks so much for all that you do for for everybody that that comes down there, and uh, yeah, we appreciate you talking today, you and bet. good luck, good luck to you. Okay? Thank you. Okay, we'll talk soon. Yeah, you bet. Okay, bye bye. Bye. Well, some good comments there by Amelia. And again, Jill, just trying to encourage people to experience Art Prize in multiple ways, right? I mean, that's something that Disart is really invested in. Yeah, and in your own way. Yeah. In your own way. And I just remembered as we were listening to Amelia is how that they're doing live stream of some of the biggest events. Yeah. And so that's another entry point that they're creating for people who, uh, you know, aren't going to be able to participate. That's right. Choose not to. So experience Art Prize in any way that you can and any way that you'd wish to. Uh, Until next time, this has been the Dystopia Podcast talking about Art Prize 9. This is Chris Smith. And Jill Vin. See you next time. Subscribe to Dystopia on iTunes and make sure to visit our website, dystopiapodcast.org, to find transcriptions, all of our episodes, dystopian news, and much more. Hi, this is Chris Smith. And Jill Vin, and here we're back to you live. Live. Just, <laughs> we're not That's live. Awesome. <laughs> that just seems like what you say. <laughs> uh, live from. Okay, here we go.